Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, this is Zivi Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And speaking of books, I have two of my own books coming out this spring and summer. Princess Charming is a picture book, which debuts on April 19th, and Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature comes out on July 1st, and it is truly a labor of love. I hope you'll pre-order, order, and join me on tour as I go across the country. You can find out more at zibbyowens.com or bookendsmemoir.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at zibbyowens because I always post about everything. Enjoy the show. Kendra Adachi is the author of The Lazy Genius Kitchen. Have what you need, use what you have, and enjoy it like never before. Kendra is the New York Times bestselling author of The Lazy Genius Way, and her podcast, The Lazy Genius Podcast, has over 13 million downloads and covers everything from cooking chicken to making friends. And by the way, I was just a guest on this podcast, although I had a terrible cold, although I'm a little congested today too, not that it matters. But anyway, I was on that podcast recently, and it was one of my favorites. We had a great time, although I had to leave early because my son was sick at school. But have a listen to her podcast, The Lazy Genius Podcast, for my episode just to give you a a taste of it. Anyway, back to the Lazy Genius Kitchen. As a systems expert and professional permission giver, Kendra helps others stop doing it all for the sake of doing what matters. She lives in North Carolina with her husband and three kids. Welcome, Kendra. Thanks so much for coming back on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, this time to discuss your Lazy Genius Kitchen. I'm so happy to be here. What a treat. I love being on your show. Thank you 
as always, for sanctioning laziness and cutting <laughs> corners and, you know, picking what we can focus on and what we can. This lazy genius principle is actually genius. So there you go. There you go. Thank you. I'm always ha- I've never had anyone say it that way before. Thank you for sanctioning laziness. I'm like, yes, I'm here for that. I, yes. I'm here for that always. Well, it's sort of tongue in cheek because of course you're not lazy and like none of these tactics are lazy. It's all about deciding what we're going to invest the effort on. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. None of us can invest all the effort in all the things. So you got to, cho- you got to choose some to let go of. Yes. So before we get into the lazy genius kitchen method, I wanted to go over as like a little primer, some of your lazy genius principles, which you outline again in this book. So just for people who might not know, some of the things you espouse deciding once, limit your decisions by making certain choices once and then never again. This is like my downfall. I rethink everything (laughs) all the time. I'm like, I book a flight and then I cancel it. I decide to, I mean, I, yeah. You know, that's the beauty of the principles is there are 13 of them. And guess what? You don't have to use all 13. If you're like, guess what? Decide one. I'm going to be lazy about decide once. That is not for me. I'm no, going to let I that as- one go. You I can. aspire to that. I aspire <laughs> to doing that right. Some things I do better, like letting people into my crisis. I clearly let the world into every crisis I have. <laughs> Setting house rules, building the right routine, living in the season, being kind to yourself. I could do better. And scheduling rest, I could do better. But anyway, I love these 13 principles and they are aspirational and very useful. So there you go. You know, (laughs) some of them spill over like essentializing, which is one of the things in the Lazy Genius Kitchen. So start by telling listeners a little bit about why apply the Lazy Genius principles into kitchen and meal planning and all the rest. And then we'll go from there. Yes. Well, I have been waiting for this book to be written for (laughs) 20 years of my adult life. Seriously. (laughs) Like, can someone teach me? I know that there are cookbooks and this is not a cookbook. I think that's that's really important yeah. to say from the from the front is that this is not a cookbook. There is a single recipe in the whole thing. <laughs> no, there's two. There's two recipes in the whole book. But the point of this is uh, not to give you another cookbook because we all probably have plenty of those and we have access to the internet and lots of recipes. And recipes are amazing and they are so important. But what I needed was someone to teach me everything else. Like... I can know I can learn how to, you know, cut an onion and cook chicken. But no one is teaching me like how to choose the chicken that is best for me in the season that I'm in mm-hmm. or how to like figure out what day of the week I'm supposed to cook that chicken and like keep the flow of like all of the three plus meals a day that we eat generally at home and if you have Obviously, if you have a family in that you live with, it's like all of those mouths to feed. It's just so much to manage yes. that I never felt like cookbooks really taught me how to manage everything outside of the actual cooking. And I've been waiting for this book to be written, <laughs> waiting and waiting, waiting. I was like, <laughs> dang it. I guess I'm just going to write it. So the reason that we need this book, that we need the Lazy Genius Kitchen is because there are so many decisions that go into keeping your family fed, keeping Mm -hmm. your kitchen like reasonably ready for the next meal you have to cook in. I don't want to say keeping your kitchen clean because that might actually not be a priority for every person to keep it clean all the time. Mm -hmm. You just want it to be sort of functioning and ready for you at the next time you need it. There are just so many things that happen in the kitchen. You know, we hear, we hear that phrase, 
the kitchen is the heartbeat of the home. But for most of us, I think that our heartbeat is, it's like our kitchen's in cardiac arrest. It's like, it's always like, <laughs> there's no, it's like too fast. The heartbeat is way too fast. It's like panicking all the time. So what I want to do is help people have what they need in the kitchen because not a, not all of us need the same things in the kitchen. Use what you actually have. Like learn to use what you have in the way that makes sense for you. And then you're going to enjoy your space more. So that is the that is the hope of the Lazy Genius Kitchen. And I applied um, all 13 principles, but a couple of them were like big time heavy hitters in this book to uh, help people kind of go through the process of lazy geniusing the verb, lazy geniusing certain parts of your of your kitchen life so that you can enjoy it more. And I love it. It's like illustrated, it's color, it's like so pretty. It's a really beautiful resource that I hope that you want to um, pull out and look through again and again. It's gorgeous. I love it. I even love in the back how you have all the different ingredients for different cuisines yep. all spelled out. That was super helpful. Like here are so all the glad. things you need. Yeah. Just all these like cheat sheets. And that's yes. so true. It's like, and, and the combinations of things, like you will never go wrong if you pair tomato and mozzarella. Like you never that. will. You never will. Yeah. I really wanted, see, that's the thing is that learning to be in the kitchen is truly a lifelong process. It really is. I mean, people who are incredible cooks still are curious in the kitchen and there are so many variables. And so to expect that you're going to learn everything all at once is incredibly unrealistic and way too hard on yourself. I always make the joke that like, I, I have no idea how to poach anything. I'm a great cook. I love cooking, but I don't need to know how to poach in order to be a good cook. Like you don't have to know everything in order to be good at what you're doing. And so to, to give yourselves kind of like permission and freedom to focus on your own journey of learning. And yet at any point when you are raiding the Lazy Genius Kitchen, you are, you know, at most probably four hours from the next meal that you have to figure out. Like you're, it's always right there. (laughs) The next one is always right there. So because of that, I definitely wanted there to be a lot of things that were just like quick wins, dependable, like lists, resources, because it's, we can't have all like philosophy and permission. Like you're doing great in the kitchen. Everything's fine. No, you actually do need to like learn how to make dinner because you have to do it now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it marries, it marries both of those things. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that list. Cause I love that. It's like, these are ingredient combinations. They will never, ever steer you wrong. Yes. So great. Oh my gosh. I know. I felt like there are all these times, especially during the pandemic in the last couple of years where I just was like crying being like, I can't. I'm so sick of meals. I can't do another meal. I can't think about what to make. Nobody likes anything anyway. Any like, or then it's unhealthy or then it's this or like, I can't. And then like, it's never over. It's It's never over. You can never cross dinner off the list because then dinner comes back. It comes back. It does. It's like, why even write it down? Because you're right. It like, it always comes back. (laughs) And what I don't, but, but here's the thing that I find so, so ironic. And also it can, it can feel a little bit hopeless is the fact that dinner always does come back. Mm -hmm. And yet I think that all of us, I don't ever like to say all of us, actually. I think most of us, but I would assume all of us, especially people who are listening to this, who are most likely moms, Mm -hmm. we do want to connect with our families around the table. We see the value in a meal together, even if it's takeout. Like Mm -hmm. being around food together, being around a table together, and at some point, 
points in our cooking lives that those meals don't just come from a bag, you know, that we're making them with our family sometimes. Now, the expectation of doing that every meal is unrealistic. So we need to let that go. But like, that is a priority to us. That is something that we see value in that really matters. And so it can feel really helpless when dinner is never over mm-hmm. and no one likes what you make and you always have to make another decision and you're having to choose between something that's easy or simple or something that's like really nutritious, something that if you've got, like, I cannot even, I, I feel so not bad for, like my heart opens up for people who have families with different dietary needs. You know, like you had this kid with celiacs and this kid is allergic to dairy and I'm like you poor soul. <laughs> like I'm just so, it's so hard. It's so hard to feed people. And yet it can be easier with the right tools. And that's why I want this book to be in as many hands as possible, because I really do believe that you can take the the bits that you need from it in the season that you're in to actually enjoy your kitchen more. It's not that you're going to walk into it. You're not going to walk into it every single day and, you know, be be Ina or be Martha and just be like, I know what I'm doing and everything is effortless all the time, which that's on TV. That's not even real either. You know, like it's, <laughs> we can't have that expectation. And yet I do think that we can achieve more groundedness and fulfillment in the kitchen more often than we do now. Like that's the thing, right? It's just a little bit more than we do now. Like, let's just start small. That's a lazy genius principle. Start small. Like you don't have to go from take out every day or frustration at every dinner to you know deep fulfillment in a roast chicken 7 days a week that's not realistic but this book has tools that can take you from like well let's what would happen if we did one day like what does that look like and just start small and start to develop those um muscles of enjoyment in the kitchen with the right tools and and then you get to focus on that value that we all have of life around the table So you have this five-step method, right? Prioritize, name what matters, essentialize, get rid of what's in the way, organize, put everything in its place, which I want to talk about, personalize, feel like yourself, and systematize, stay in the flow. So let's go back to organize because I feel like I keep moving things around, right? I keep putting (laughs) the sippy cups, which I don't even know why we're still using because my youngest child is seven and a half of this first seven. Like we should not be, you know, not sippy cups, so the kind that don't spill so the milk doesn't go, whatever. I have a whole drawer of that, even though I keep having, so, but I move it around and like it's here and then it's there and then I can never find it. And then the spices move and then like the snacks now are lower, but that's clearly not the right place because now they're eating more snacks. So <laughs> help, me with the, help me with the organization. How do you do it? Like, what are the tricks? What, what should we do? The reason that organize is number three and not number one is because of that. Because if you organize first, And that's what we want to do. That's what we think our solution is, is we're frustrated in our kitchen and it's like, well, I can't find anything or, you know, everything's in the wrong place. Let me, let me reorganize. And Mm -hmm. usually we also are very go big or go home. It's like we reorganize the whole ding dang kitchen. Like at once. (laughs) it's not just like a drawer. It's like, well, we're, you, you change one thing and you have to change everything. And then you're sort of like in the middle of piles of plates and sippy cups in your kitchen. And you're like, what? Why, why did I get myself yeah. into this? <laughs> like, so that is a very familiar, that's a very familiar picture that a lot of us, I think, can relate to. The reason that organizes number three is because if you organize what you don't need for purposes that do not serve you, you are just being busy and mm-hmm. you're just making noise. Okay. So you just said it yourself with the sippy cups. It's like, 
okay, name what matters. Maybe what matters in your kitchen, you can tell me, but maybe it's with the the, the way that it operates and how you can find things. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to say, is your priority that you can find what you need immediately? Is it that everything looks pretty? Is it that it's more um, that you get frustrated by things not matching? I felt that recently. I opened up my uh, cabinet that has like the plates and the bowls and all the things. And I realized, I was like, okay, we don't have grown up plates. Everything we have is plastic, literally. Everything in our kitchen right now is plastic because we got rid of the plates that we, my husband and I had for 20 years since we got married that are just, they look like they're 20 year old plates, Mm -hmm. not in a cute way. (laughs) So I've been like keeping an eye out for, they're vintage. They're like sort of vintage. Um, I wanted, I've been looking for like grown up plates and I haven't found anything I really love. And then I just ended up being in a kitchen with all plastic stuff, but it was all different colors. It's like different, you know, little sets from Target, like none of the colors really match or whatever. And I was finding the joy of even like putting food on a plate in a bowl, no matter the meal, really discouraging (laughs) because I was like, I don't want to eat breakfast off a Peppa Pig plate. I don't want to do that anymore. I'm a grown up. <laughs> this is this is not this is not meeting this is not feeding my soul. So all that to say, there was a time this, just a few weeks ago where the priority was I want our dishes to be as functional and pleasing to my kids as they are to me. Mm-hmm. And so we got rid of all the like chipped character plastic stuff. And I had them, the kids like give their input. Like I'm thinking about getting these bowls or pink ones or blue ones, but they're like a muted pink. It's, a, you know, it's, that was the priority, right? Mm-hmm. That was the priority. We name what matters first. Then essentializes number two, you get rid of everything else. What you think is that when you replace your set of pots, you get a new stock pot, you get a new knife, you get a whatever, you feel bad getting rid of the thing that is still serviceable. Mm-hmm. And so you keep both. And then you have more stuff to store. Yeah. And that's, that's a problem. So essentialize a step two, which is to get rid of what's in the way. If my priority is that all of our dishes make my kids happy and me happy, and they all sort of look like they belong to the same family, I'm going to get rid of the Peppa plates. I'm going to get rid of the bright red plates that don't fit in sort of the muted color palette that we ended up going with from the plates from Target or whatever it is. And then, because if I don't get rid of those, I'm still struggling with the same thing. All I did was add, all I did was add. I didn't take away what was impacting what actually matters. So once you get rid of what's in the way, then you organize, then you put everything in its place. So back to the sippy cups. Yeah, it's like, okay, what matters about how my kitchen operates? And you could even answer this. And then it's like, okay, well, what's in the way of that? Is it that I'm keeping things that I don't really need anymore? Or certain things like, do I really need these sippy cups? Or maybe I'll keep one just in case we need the one for a trip or something. But I don't really need a whole cabinet dedicated to these because my kid is seven now, you know, like, but we have a hard time getting rid of things, but then we just keep organizing what we don't need. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed, be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything. It might be time to work on those things, and I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help. And I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. I have to say, getting rid of all the plastic that you were talking about, those like cute little plates and everything, that was a huge milestone. And I feel like that was a couple of years ago. But part of it is selfish because if you have the plastic, then you can't microwave. And I feel like the microwave, which I shouldn't admit, is like a huge weapon in my arsenal of Oh, every, it, admit it. Every, the microwave is amazing. No, everybody, I mean, your microwave is... I, use I, your microwave. I know I shouldn't be using the microwave, but I use the microwave and I'm sorry, but I do. But anyway, you can't use it on plastic plates. So that would that would undermine my efficiency efforts if I, you know... But I see your point. (laughs) So Kendra, last time you were on this podcast, The Lazy Kitchen was just about to come out or maybe it had just come out or something like that. And since then, it's become a best-selling book and New York Times bestseller. You have a podcast, The Lazy Kitchen Podcast, which is super popular and all sorts of followers and all this stuff. How has this changed your life? And like when you were bopping around your kitchen, like – How does it change anything? Does it change anything or not? That's a great question. So yeah, the first, so this, the book that comes out this year is The Lazy Genius Kitchen. And then the first one was The Lazy Genius Way. And, and that book was like, I still honestly can't get over that it was New York Times bestseller. Like I still uh, am moved and humbled that it continues to sell like steadily every single week. That's amazing. I mean, it really is. It's just, it's, publishing is, I mean, you, you know, because you talk to authors constantly, but like, you know, the sort of the arbitrary nature of publishing in many ways that like one author selling 10,000 books is incredible because they're a first time author or they don't have a big platform or whatever. Like 10,000 books is actually a significant number of books. Yeah. But then if you're Michelle Obama and you sell 10,000 books, that is a severe wow. disappointment. You know, obviously that's a very extreme example. But like there is such a spectrum of what it means to be a successful author. And I struggle. I'm a very competitive person. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a recovering perfectionist <laughs> and I can be really hard on myself with unreasonable expectations. That is why principle 13 is to be kind to yourself <laughs> in the lazy genius way. But all that to say, I think that in some ways, the success of the lazy genius way was so beyond what I hoped that it has almost grounded and anchored me in my life and the ordinariness of it even more because it's like, I don't even know how to say this without sounding weird, but I believe so much in being the same person everywhere I go. That's like just part of my marrow is Mm -hmm. to be the same human. And so when people meet me in person who have followed me on the internet and they're like, you're exactly the same. And it's okay if you meet someone that you know, you follow on the internet and you meet them in person that are not exactly the same. That is okay because different people have different energies. They have different ways that they, boundaries that they set in and how they share themselves online. So, so it's not that I am better, so to speak, because it's, you're meeting the same person. It's just what I know to do. And everybody has different ways that they know how to do things. All that to say, I think that the success has actually been like, man, I feel incredibly just really humbled to be a voice that encourages people in their lives. And when I get messages about like, these principles changed my life in this small way, like this, this thing, like it's, it's, it's just really honoring and it makes me want to not necessarily, I was going to say like, pay attention to how I can even live my life better. It's not really about that. It's that I want to continue to create content and resources and help for people that is reflective of an ordinary life because that is what most of us are living. If I get too untethered and my, I, I, I do live a very ordinary life. And if I get too untethered from that, if I get too distracted by what actually is unimportant in this work, which is like the any clout or credibility. It's not that that's unimportant completely. Like it matters. It's very, it's very helpful and awesome and humbling or whatever. But like, that's not the most important thing at all. That's not the most important thing. And if I get too untethered from the ordinariness of my life, then my, my work is no longer helpful to people because most of us are just doing our best. We're just tired of dinner. That's on repeat. We still have laundry. We, we just still have homework and kids and my sixth grade boy wants to try out for the track team and it's going to change our whole lives if he makes it because practice is every day after school until five o'clock. And I'm like, what are we going to do you guys? So like we, <laughs> we all have, we all have these things we have to keep up with. And it is just such a sincere honor to be able to find tools and systems and permission for people to, to live that way as more themselves with more margin and more life and more enjoyment. So it's, I don't know if that's exactly the question you were asking or the answer that you expected, but it's the answer that I'm giving. It is such a humbling thing to have a book be what this book has been. I mean, it really has just been an honor. I had no expectations. I was just curious. So thank (laughs) you for sharing it. You know, it's funny when you build a brand around things being a certain way, you can't then change the whole way. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> it would be very incongruent. <laughs> yes. Yes. It would be very off-brand. <laughs> you would be found out probably. <laughs> but you've now expanded the whole lazy genius 
brand into other areas. Like you have nail polish. That's so cool. Oh I love it that. So the ridiculous. June, I'm like looking at the set. I was like, wait, these are great colors. I totally want the Lazy Genius Manny system from yeah. Alvin June. That is awesome. It's really fun. It's I'm really going to give that as a gift, by the way. That's really awesome. Excellent. Like Mother's Day. And anyway, mm-hmm. how yeah. did that, how did that come about? And how, what else is up your sleeve? Oh man. Yeah. It's the internet is, the internet gets a bad rap. And as we all know, and I am obsessed so much with the internet because it has connected me with people that I just would never be able to be connected with. And that's true for all of us. And I just became friends with the founder of Olive and June. I, I heard about, I was like in April or May in the beginning of 2020. So we were all at home. We were all very sad. And I was like, I don't know what to do with my days. Like, I just feel, we all felt really untethered, even though we were like at home. And I've never cared about my nails in the lazy genius way. I actually write in print. I'm lazy about my nails. Like that's one of the things I'm lazy about. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so I just ended up getting, I ordered a system because I thought, well, why not? We're in a pandemic. <laughs> just do it. And I loved it. It's because it is sort of the lazy genius version of nails because the system comes with all the tools that you need, but nothing you don't. It's just the essentials. They give you the right order. That's another Lacey Genius principles to go in the right order. They tell you what order to do things. So it just felt very at home <laughs> to me, like how, how it worked and the colors are beautiful. And I just ended up, yeah, the founder saw my post about the nail polish and we just connected really quickly and um, she's great. She's become a friend. And then over the last few months, she was like, I think we need to do, we need to do a collab. We need a lazy genius color. And it turned into a trio. Yeah. There's a TLG because a lot of their colors are initials named after people. So there's a TLG for the lazy genius. There's a bright red orange that's called you're doing great. Cause I say that a lot. You're doing great. It's like a pep talk (laughs) nail polish. And then this beautiful like rosy tan called start small. And uh, it's just so fun. It's so, I made the joke the other day that anybody who knew me in high school would be floored by this because Kendra was not what you would call fashion forward in any any scenario, in any universe. So the fact that I have a nail polish named after me is just like, it's utter ridiculousness, but so much fun. It's so much fun. I feel like if I were to do a mom's don't have time to nail polish, it would just be the quick dry top coat. Right. <laughs> that would be my that would be my nail polish. Wait, what were you like in high school? Oh man. So I wore overalls most of the time and not cool overalls. Where where just, did you, where were you? Where did you grow up? Like where'd you go to high school? I grew up in North Carolina. I was I've lived in the same city my whole life. Okay. Where I am now. I was born like three miles from where I'm sitting. So I see my kindergarten teacher in line at like TJ Maxx sometimes. Like it's it's kind of wild. But um, yeah, I grew up in North Carolina and I was homeschooled for actually freshman and sophomore year of high school. And then I started going to high school as a junior. And I I don't recommend that plan. <laughs> I don't recommend that at all. It was so like, what do I, I don't know how to be a person. I don't know how to do this. I didn't know what to wear. I didn't know. And I always was nervous to be seen, honestly, which is kind of ironic considering my job now. Yeah, I just was, I was a very hidden person. And so I thought, yeah, like overalls, I didn't wear makeup. I had a terrible haircut. I was voted most dependable in high school, Zippy. Like that shows, that shows like my, my aura (laughs) in high school (laughs) is I was a non-makeup overall wearing dependable person, (laughs) which is actually a little bit on brand right now. There are worse (laughs) things. There are plenty of them. It actually is 
it is congruent with who I am minus the nail polish part. So that's the piece that's like, well, we didn't see that coming from Kendra, but here we are. I have to go pull out my yearbook. I don't even remember what I was voted or whatever. I have to, I'll pull it out later. You know, not that I have time for this, but anyway. No, I want to, um, <laughs> I want to guess what that is. Cause I've, you ha- I know you had to be voted. You could, you were on the ballot for multiple things. I bet. I bet your name was in the line. I think it was some things. joke about what a bad driver I was. Um, <laughs> Cause by the time I graduated, I had like failed my road test multiple times, gotten in accidents. Like I had a, oh. yeah, I, I don't have a lot of spatial awareness. I have strengths. They do not lie in that area. I can't even like sometimes I like I'm like still walking into people all the time. I have like no spatial. I can't tell when someone's close. I'm constantly like walking into people. It's terrible. It's it's, oh, it's a weakness. I'm like <laughs> literally impaired in that area. But anyway, if I just sit here on Zoom, nobody will know. Anyway, wait. So to just tell everybody about your podcast also really quickly. Sure. And then I know we're almost out of time. Yeah. It's called the Lazy Genius Podcast. Everything is the Lazy Genius something. So it's pretty easy to find. But the uh, podcast is the Lazy Genius Podcast. Yeah, we're over 250 episodes now, which is so fun. It's so much fun. But the episodes come out every Monday and they're around 20 minutes. They're really small, short. That's not the word. They're really short. And the titles are really specific. And so if you you can just scan the archive and go like, oh, that sounds good. So there are things that are super practical, like how to lazy genius kids chores and paper, how to organize paper in your house, how to deal with homework, how to do with like changing over kids' clothes, like all kinds of things, adult screen time, kids screen time. There are tons of things about time management in the kitchen. There's also some permission giving stuff about you know, relationships and when you're trying too hard at the wrong things. And so it, it kind of covers the the gamut, but all through that lens of being a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't to you. Because that's the whole thing. We all have different things that matter. So we need tools that work for everybody, no matter what they choose. Well, that's so cool. And I know that you're also doing a go into other people's kitchen thing on Instagram for like different influencers, which is a great idea. But mm-hmm. I feel like you totally have a TV show coming. This is my like... Do you? Is it already I, in the works? No, there's. it's not already in the works, but we shot one that, I mean, we, when is this episode coming out? Do you know? I don't know. You don't know. Okay, great. It's totally fine. I, cause we did, we shot a, we basically shot a TV show, a self-funded, crowd-funded TV show that won't be on TV. It'll be on the internet called The Lazy Genius Kitchen. And it is, I don't know that I've ever been more excited or more proud of anything I've made. Aww. And I love the Lazy Genius Way, the book. And I love The Lazy Genius Kitchen, the book. Like I'm obsessed with both of them. But this series is like, it is so sparkly. It is so fun. It is so helpful. It's like a real, I mean, they're like 20 minute episodes. Like it's a real helpful, so much fun show. I can't, I just cannot wait for people to see it. So those will start to be released mid-April. We made, we made a six, we made six episodes, a six episode series. That is so cool. So I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for, for people to see them. It'll be so fun. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, Kendra, thanks for coming on. Thanks for the Lazy Genius everything. I'm about to go pick up my Lazy Genius Manny system right now because I haven't done my nails since before the pandemic. Not kidding at all. Not a joke. Anyway. You'll be so happy when it comes. It's going to be so much fun to do your nails. My mother will be happy every time she sees me. She's like (laughs) absolutely horrified. You know, she's had the same manicure lady since I was born. You know, this like red. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Amazing. (laughs) Have a great day, and thanks so much for coming back on. Thank you for having me, Zibby. Okay. Bye bye. 
Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.